are listening to A Star Night Dwell. Welcome everyone to a new episode of A Star Night Dwell. This is one I've been wanting to do for a long time, and who better to do this than the folks over at Radio Free Golgotha? I had this show planned essentially since the beginning of this show, which was founded almost exactly one year ago today on the harrowing, which is the time between the death and the resurrection of Jesus during Holy Week. And appropriate for that theme and appropriate for this show, I figured I would have uh, Jesse and Al from Radio Free Golgotha come and do sort of a, a free form talk discussion based on uh, the title of the show I'm just calling Darkness. For one, because this show is very much about using stars, more often than not particular stars, to talk about particular subjects. Um, some of those subjects being art, uh, magic, esotericism, magic more broadly. And it I wanted to have an episode dedicated because it's so much a part of what I'm interested in and what I feel like is in many respects the future of astrology and astrological magic on the darkness around the particular stars themselves. And so that being obviously a very general subject and 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 you know darkness more generally um i i i got excited thinking about the the spontaneity that could uh, emerge out of that fertile darkness and and the possibilities for for where that could go and so you know there's there's this theme of the darkness around uh, uh, good friday which I'm sure we'll get into, but I'm just really excited to have this conversation. And before I hit record, we were talking a little bit about artificial intelligence and people uh, being able to, in a way that uh, computers up until this point uh, haven't been as good at, seeing into that darkness and what that means for intelligence more broadly. And I, I wanted to continue that conversation into the show as well, as that's very much the spirit of this. But to begin, I hope that um, maybe we could have a little introduction and talk about your guys' show, which I was on recently, and we had a wonderful, incredible talk on, on some of my favorite subjects, lunar mansions, um, astrology of the moon, Iblis, a lot of Arabic magical material. But if you two could introduce the show and introduce yourselves for those who might not have heard of your show or uh, any of the work that you guys do. Sure. It's it's great to be here. Uh, hi, Jay. Uh, uh, and hi again, Jesse. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, well, it's been great to do these. Um, I think of like the the split seven inches of like bands, you know, uh, uh, being on each other's things uh, or like, you know, featured spots on, 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 on Wu-Tang albums and stuff like that. Um, hi, uh, everyone. Um, uh, uh, thanks for, 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 for joining us for this one. Uh, I'm Al. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm one half of of Radio Free Golgotha, which is um, uh, uh, the the uh, brainchild uh, ramble offspring of of Jesse and myself, uh, talking about um, various occult topics. We we we, we try and keep to a, a sort of uh, medieval, pre modern, um, uh, hagiographic 
a calendar of the of the saint days um which is nice uh to be able to to key things into time and the turn of the seasons and we we generally talk about uh the show as a sesame streeting uh so we pick a bunch of occult topics uh, a herb of the episode uh you know this very special episode brought to you by uh the you know the major arcana whatever uh the the stone whatever uh the geomantic figure what have you um, and then the, the the game is often seeing how we can uh, do long walks on short tangents and see how those uh, topics bounce off against each other and, uh, uh, and and provide, you know, fruitful discussion and, and, and further inspiration and stuff. Is that roughly what, what, what you'd say is, 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 uh, uh, is, is, is not a bad start to try to describe what we do, Jesse? Uh, as good as, as good as, excuse me, as I cough. This is not reflective of your description at all. Um, <laughs> I yeah, I think it's it's all a controlled ramble, right? It's all an effort to uh, bumper bowl our way into. Uh, I I, I want to say agreements, not mm-hmm. as like we don't agree, but part of our I think our passion mutually. And amongst even our larger friend groups, like like you, Jay, are we all have varied specialty interests um, in our studies, and also uh, enjoy the flow of. It's more than commonality, and it is not you know um, cultivating some universalism, but there is uh, an enthusiasm and. Uh, a vibrancy that happens when you get to recognize uh, reflections of what you know in other things that you don't know. Mm-hmm. And I, I enjoy that, that vibrancy, that vibe, those vibrations that are there. Uh, oh, do not use the word vibes. I'm telling myself in my head. Um, <laughs> um, I am Californian by birth. It is hard. To, same, to, same. Yeah. <laughs> The Californian in me salutes the Californian in the end. <laughs> um, the it, it is interesting, right, with the themes of of darkness and how that goes, and the obvious kind of um, Zoroastrian and otherwise inherited uh, uh, ideas of knowledge versus lack of knowledge. But the darkness is something to dive into, and also, obviously, we're going to go more and more in depth there. But I think. Um, Controlled ramble child, um, spanking the ramble child, um, force feeding the ramble child, <laughs> um, you know, up, up with the bones of Adam and down, down with the blood of Christ so that the eternal eclipse uh, democratizes the power of God for all to have access to. Um, I, w- that- I would never dare spank either of you, but I am hoping to channel a little bit of that rambling for this. <laughs> already unless unless you want unless you want me to unless there's consent um but yeah yeah. (laughs) the safe word is longinus (laughs) i i do enjoy a good drunk smack contest at some point um but i haven't been drunk in years uh but as far as the show yes as far as ourselves al do you want to do you want to biographize yourself Oh God, uh, not 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 usually no, but I I I also understand that that's 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 a useful and good thing to do. Um, oh, oh, a wee bit from both of you, just from those who aren't uh, familiar with Theodore Guys's individual work. 
Sure, yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, I um, love writing cover letters and uh, and those bios and things. Um, I um, For other people. <laughs> I, oh yeah, other people is fine. Yeah, I mean, like, I love. Um, I, you know, it used to do a lot of emceeing and comparing for for cabarets and things on the on the festival circuit and yeah i, I love that stuff uh and that you know that translates very well into you know writing forwards for, for for books and things that you like it's it's way easier to to big up our friends than it is ourselves sometimes uh i'm i'm um i have a a doctorate in the in the history of uh early modern european magic with a kind of concentration on 16th and 17th century english business i'm, I'm my my research and practice centers around Cunning craft and the uh, the the variety of folk magics uh, performed by service magicians, wise women, local spirit workers, uh, village wizards, and things like that. Um, uh, I'm a, a keen geomancer, and will absolutely ramble about that as long as you would like me to. <laughs> um, and I'm uh, very excited to be to be talking about uh, darkness and. Um, and some some different aspects of, of of where we can go with that um yeah uh that's 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 mostly what i what i would say uh for for, for now at least gosh um I'm, I'm 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 really good at you know talking about myself like that <laughs> um bios uh bodies wow biomatter is such a thing uh to script it out um Mm. words art plants performance magic uh, 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 background in concentration and fascination with um, folly with I'm especially interested in um, quote-unquote new world magic new world methodologies uh, I think the the cultural background of, of half uh, Mexican informs a lot of what I think about this this straddling between there the whole concept of an identity being um, of of mixed inheritance or multiple inheritance and therefore what does it mean to be of multiple multiple inheritances I um, therefore like the punk and the folk and the the heretical and tend to side with those things I'm also an you know, avowed rule follower on many things too, just to confuse myself, if not other people. Um, but uh, uh, there are many histories, I'm sure, intertangled with 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 what I practice, but identify as uh, strongly with traditional witchcraft um, in in those terms, uh, the traditional witchcrafts of. Uh, Iberia, the the Pyrenees, the um, even French Italian influence, and and as well as the more traditional British uh, craft forms that are out there, as well as those things that are called craft or witchcraft in Latin America. Although I think that term is a very difficult term to translate, um, and oftentimes even into Iberian and Pyrenean witchcraft is is uh, a difficult thing to translate. I think in Catholic countries, and I. I I think that even that focus on Catholic um, inherited uh, diablery and witchcraft and sorcery and all of those things are, and the folk expressions of those things is a sweet spot for me. 
um, past that, you know, a, a huge affinity, devotion, and and love of of uh, diasporic traditions, um, of of how performance uh, in of many performative events, everything from you know sports and games and ritual, um, you know, mundane rituals as well. Um, you know, not just this thing that we we call ritual or ceremonial, but you know, the performative utterances of the of the judge declaring guilty and these types of things, I find fascinating. Um, I I love the creation of meaning. I love that that we as humans uh, seem to exist to create meaning, and this makes our existence. Um, we are, I guess, in essence, swimming in that darkness, right? And sometimes we 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 search for little lights to guide us but really we're still feeling currents and swayed by invisible things we cannot see things we can't name um so yeah this is much less of a bio and more of a uh a long soft serve of something <laughs> i i i think it's relevant for the show for for this show and also for this episode i i i, I do the yeah, what you the, asked for <laughs> yes, yes, and I and I did ask for this very openly. So I I identify greatly with the mixing as well. I mean, even thinking about, so you're talking about this this meaning making that happens in the in the darkness in between discrete things, and uh, you know, me being half Mexican and uh, half Lebanese, and all all the mixing that happens in my life, and even just thinking about the origins of this show, I'm like, why did I I, I pick this? this um this very cat the like playing up on the catholic side of me to to begin this show and talking about the the harrowing as i mentioned it's like that that in itself speaks to the the nature of where i'm coming from with things but also uh, this being my show uh, a reflection of that and i i i think that the the initial thing that drew me to want to talk to you two about this uh, the, you know, darkness, but even um, like my strange impulse to initiate the show along the harrowing. Um, but besides my astrological election, which maybe we'll talk more about because we were getting into astrological elections a little bit. Um, yeah. As as you mentioned, uh, Radio Free Golgotha or RFG, as I'll shorten it to is uh, very much abiding by the the catholic saint calendar and you're releasing episodes uh, along feast days for this calendar and and so when it comes to this strange impulse that i'm talking about to to have started the show along the same calendar like well you know i i have two people in my life two dear friends who who very much uh, not not only do this, but have a very strong uh, practice of this in their lives and and with their work, and so I, I guess to to do my hostly duties and and sort of get the ball rolling a little bit, I I do think that maybe we should talk about, uh, and I'm happy to 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 bear witness to all of the wonderful directions it might go into, but talk a little bit about. Um, Good Friday and 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 the mysteries around the the crucifixion and the last breath of uh, Christ and and sort of uh, you know what that is for the two of you and and maybe not even just what that is in a you know the strictly religious or academic sense but um, what that is poetically 
you know, Jesse, as you were talking about a little bit, this this kind of being of mixed ancestry and the meaning making that can happen in the in between, in the in the liminal, in the in the darkness, um, and and sort of what what that moment as the show is being released on Good Friday, what what that moment uh, represents or or how it feels to the both of you. Mm. The reason for the season, if you will. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Denebre factor sunt, right? There was darkness over the face of the earth from the sixth to the ninth hour. I, this is a pivotal day for, I think, the, the Latin American traditions of witchcraft and that that catholic inherited um spirituality and i it's not to say that it isn't in the in the protestant west but there is a distinct difference and i you know of course i'm going to betray my own political affiliations in this talk in this discussion of this but there is no rebellion against the church in until quite recently in the sense that it's if we were conquered you know those the indigenous uh, that flow within us the world wasn't replaced it was described differently and so the allowance for a truly catholic universe universal iron sphere of you know everything fixed stars down is you know it's all a shell game anyway uh, there's no reason to describe it as other when our ancestral traditions some were killed off and some found new ways of expression within that paradigm but the idea that good friday and the darkness that falls upon the land with jesus uh on the cross um the eclipse that that is said to happen the the revealing of the stars is quite beautiful in that moment, right? That, that it is as if it is midnight and we see the stars come. That this is this is the Tsitsamime, this is those stellar demon ladies that wish to devour the sun that are revealed only during the actual eclipse. And of course I'm speaking to multiple traditions at once because why not? Um if I have to deal with it, other people can um uh <sighs> can write letters about it, I suppose. Um, but the suspension that for many of us that were raised in this Catholic environment of stopping what you're doing at noon on Good Friday and not speaking for three hours, some people kneeling, some people immediately in prayer, some people already in church, but that there is no Jesus in the church, that the tabernacle is open. And even when communion is served, it is brought from outside of the normal place where it is kept that then when jesus dies um which is we're talking here and if you know again performance theory is is my my my, my immediate academic background but we're talking about um repertoire repertoire performance here hugely that's cyclical time which all calendars are cyclical but we sometimes in the west emphasize the linear archival of things this is something that happened long ago historicity is important and especially in the catholic church's history right like this is why certain things must be factual and there must be evidence and remains and dates that can be chronicled 
as opposed to the weirdly, even though I do not like Paul, but the kind of Gnostic vision that Paul has of Christ as as something other than the historical Jesus. Why is Peter important? Because then it gives authority to the church and land grabbing. That's a whole other thing. But when we're talking about this inheritance that then has Jesus on the cross, the church open to far more than what was the main focus, this doubt that happens, the concept of Santo Entierro, this, this, the, the Jesus that is entombed in the earth after the, the, the ninth hour when Jesus cries out and those, you know, the seven words on the cross that if you grew up in Mexican Catholic families and the recitation of the 12 truths as prayers, the seven uh, words uttered on the cross, this notion of Christ going into hell and the harrowing, which is not, it's not called the harrowing in Spanish, right? But it's still, this is when converts are made and christened, right? This is the, this is, if you are converting to Catholicism, you start so that your first mass becomes Easter through the blinding light of Christ's resurrection on, on, on Easter morning at sunrise. You know, there's no conflate, there's no reason to not conflate the sun and the sun, the sum of the sun and the sun uh, here, that everything is timed out. And I think there's this, this acceptance and beautiful, beautiful blurring that happens in in the New World cosmologies that accepts everything as information, as valid, and as rooted in somebody, in, in an experience that you can add into your own or not. You bring yourself out of... Uh, darkness as it were to to find those waypoints to to pull them into personal places of power and add them into your repertoire so for me that power of the sixth to the ninth hour that starts there because there's this is suspension this is the man at the crossroads this is the elevation of the serpent on the cross was it that uh you know there was this old gnostic site in the 90s um that was there was a flashing graphic on it that was jesus died for your skin sins and then the flashing graphic was jesus shed for your sins sin, i can't speak jesus shed for your skins oh that's um, good and that's really uh, good. <laughs> it was it opened the body up on the cross and like it had a serpent rising out of it and i kind of missed that sight <laughs> uh but and i think it was alex's now that i think about it but anyway this idea then of heresy always and blasphemy never that refutation is something important especially in politics to pretend that you can start something anew and that nothing before it existed but this for the for the average person it's cyclical time every wednesday is the same as every wednesday every you know 13 crocodile day has something to do with 13 crocodile as it came 200 and 60 days before and this experience of time in tune with the turning of heaven with the stars with the passage of light in this manner with you know oriented towards the north or the south or whatever your measurings of the various astrologies or astrologies or star observation are we are all bathed in that light there's no reason to refute it there's no reason to pretend that uh it doesn't exist 
So without having to hearken back to some pre-Christian past, we then are invited into an eternal banquet of delicious, delicious heresy. And the thus the various folk Catholicisms are born. Um, this is something that is not as deliberate as people might put that, you know, now in this kind of modern era of internet and quick looking up of facts and things that we can make a choice to mask what we do, but there's also a communal, community, communal driven, communally driven desire to express things in this great heresy, um, especially when purity is not something that's affordable um, or even possible. Um, the, the, the racial categorizations in the new world that make it impossible for someone who has native blood to ever ascend to the top. The only hope you have is to have children with someone from a higher caste than you. And that is, you know, your children's 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 might break through the casta and, and, you know, ascend to higher positions. But this is literally erasing the darkness of our skins. Um, it's a complex world, complex map. And like many things, I think um, there's holes in it and I love it and I love falling through the holes. But I also uh, am curious what you have to say, uh, both of you, on that. I'm not even sure that was about no. the sixth and ninth hour. You wanted ramble? I'm think I I'm I'm thinking. Oh, am I witnessing this moment the conversion to Catholicism of this podcast uh, as <laughs> as we speak? <laughs> Excuse no. me to to all my Muslim ancestors and to me as a Muslim. <laughs> Maybe I'm drawing a distinction between me and the podcast, but like, is that what's happening here? No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I would never propose this. I think I, I, no, no, no. I, yeah, Catholicism <laughs> pulled what worked to control people and to calendarize people and to categorize information into a cosmology that, they, that then could be used as tools of power. Mm -hmm. There is something to be learned there for those that are seeking power, but there is also something there to be like alignment with a solar calendar, which therefore is an alignment with a stellar calendar, um, you know, four degrees a day, uh, is going to allow for seasonal descriptions that then are speak to more than just the cultural descriptions from an invading army's religion mm. and i the the more we can attune to the passing of ha the 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 firmament then there is something there there's there's a rhythm there now could you choose the moon sure and that's a whole other you know uh fast moving <laughs> speed that is different but in the 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 muslim world works a little bit faster than than the catholic world in that respect um mm -hmm. But I also think that for us, for and I speak um, maybe collectively, presumptuously, Jay, for for us of of the Mesoamerican inheritance, we have a lot of hidden Judaism and Islam in our Catholicism because of the oh, yeah. Iberian impulse, and Spanish Catholicism is is radically different than what would be called Roman Catholicism or this you know this term that evolves much later. Um, but the, the world itself, there's no split division. It doesn't just become, you know, there's, you can't change the world in, in our ancestral eyes. It, it is what it is. And if, you, if you're telling me that I have to call something a saint to work with it, then of course, you know, Santo Buddha, Santo Ganesha come right in. But this is still a, a sub 
firmamental world. Um, and we were given the name Catholic. And so Catholic it is. But I have no problem talking to, you know, what's the what's the true bloodline of uh Jesus and I have a an open relationship, you know. <laughs> it's fine, you know. We'll come back to him every 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 time I need to. I, I, I do want to point out to listeners that Dr. Al actually was on the show for uh, an episode having to do with the star of the Magi, which I do think is relevant. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of crossover with the conversation we're having right now. So, I, I mean, Al, if you want to talk a little bit about, um, you know, fo- following other stars and, and what that is, too. But of course, you don't have to repeat things you you've already said. But I do want to point listeners to those who aren't aware that um, Al was on the show previously talking about um, the star of the Magi. Yeah, we had a, which a, is a, a great one. Old, yeah, yeah, I, I had a grand old time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the 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 thing that's that's probably historically at least most pertinent about bringing bringing that up when we're talking about Good Friday is that those are the two main <laughs> astrological events, uh, biblically speaking, that are used to justify uh, 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 a Christian uh, Christian astrologies of all sorts of kinds. The two main ways that that that. Uh, Christian astrologers would say it is it is not only acceptable but it is pious for us to look to the signs in the sky are the the magi looking to the new star in the east to to find uh, uh, the baby Jebus and the eclipse that happens uh, uh, at this this you know this darkness of Good Friday. Uh, and so both of those are used as the main historioli, the main ritual precedents for Christian astrologers doing anything from prognostication to uh, election to uh, uh, building, uh, constructing uh, talismans and 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 various like uh, uh, ritual uh, at, at those times. Those are, those are both really important. Like, does and this is a wider you know issue that the that, that Renaissance humanism gets very into this this notion of like is has God laid everything out and is going to get very upset if you poke it and, and work out how it works? Or has God given us minds and opposable thumbs and uh, uh, and tongues to be able to explore the book of nature and far from it looking like fiddling with it uh, as, a, a, as, a, as a sign of not being satisfied with it, that in fact, looking to see how the starry dynamo of the night functions is 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 a way of um, of knowing God more and of and of of living a, a a good pious life potentially. So I think it's 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 entirely relevant to bring up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there is also a period of darkness in some of the uh, the, the the hagiography associated with the Magi's journey uh, to their adoration as well. Uh, certainly by the 14th century, John of Hildesheim uh, 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 offers this story that one of the Magi was was actually ahead of the others. They 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 gather together at a three way crossroads outside of uh, Bethlehem, but one of them gets there uh, way before the others, and so there is a, a minor miracle that, uh, that there is another eclipse, there is another period of darkness, meaning that they have to stop there and wait for they don't know what at that point because each of the magi hasn't been talking to each other yet, and it is stopping at that 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 crossroads and waiting for the for the for the go sign for the for the green light uh, so to speak that allows them to come together and to. Uh, uh, hit the, um, you know, to, to to roll up to the the adoration, you know, squad deep. 
Uh, so it's interesting how darkness is it is 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 said to have been a tool that was used not as a a sign of the world falling apart, but that uh, uh, it, it's a it's a uh, it's a way of ensuring that they're on the right track. Uh, and we also see that in you know the 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 dream that is delivered um, by by Gabriel as the Magi are considering going back to Herod, who was very nice to them, um, and are told to go home via a different route. And we see that historiola being employed in an awful lot of uh, early modern conjuration. Uh, this idea that um, we're not summoning the Archangel Gabriel to tell us what's up, but we are putting him on notice that we're about to do something. I mean, usually it's it's for, for conjuring unclean spirits. So we're about to do something dangerous. But please, uh, God, just as you turned the Magi away from doing something not just dangerous, but stupid. So if I'm about to do something stupid, please warn me. Uh, the kind of passive perception check of it all. Uh, so I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm really interested in where this, this, this journeying, and how that relates to the the movement of 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 the Earth in space, right? Um, as well as it being a, a precedent for saying it is it is right and proper to observe uh, the 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 signs in in the sky. And that's that's a justification that was used in um, Islamic culture as well. Um, mm -hmm. for for so many astrologies um and and what we would call astrological magic i guess um and it uses justification for other things which would be i perhaps considered less um halal um <laughs> but <laughs> but um i i i am interested in this distinction that you both brought up this difference between i i guess as i introduced the conversation um speaking around the 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 darkness around the stars just in in basic observation of the night sky versus good friday as this uh, distinct eclipse point because there is this difference right between just looking up at the night sky and an eclipse which you know the the it, it, literally you know christ dying and and the sun going out there's this comparison christ being like the sun and then the sun going out in an eclipse um there is this difference in the qualities of darkness right even if that's in uh distinction or contrast with what immediately came before it um i yeah i, I find that interesting yeah the night is meant to be dark that's you know that that's you know that's how the stars get to get to shine right um uh but the yeah, the idea of like day being turning to you know sackcloth and ashes, like that's that's something something is if not amiss, then um, exceptional in some way, uh, anomalous in some way, and the 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 choreography of the uh, of of time has been disturbed in some way, and and there is a a sign of a of a great thing happening uh, uh, as a result of that, and I think that that notion of like as we've been kind of adumbrating uh of darkness as like the gutters and the peripheries framing or tracing the 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 scene or the known like gives this it, it gives it a capacity of 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 um uh, buzzword we love using of polyvalence right of, of of many meanings of of potentially all colors agreeing in the dark and so this idea of like the, the darkness of good friday is on the one hand the period where you know, to, to to quote Tom Waits, right? God's away on business, right? Uh, and as I understand it, that is, you know, a large part of an awful lot of the the various 
traditions of 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 of, of witchery uh, at this time, right? Like uh, uh, you know, uh, God's not looking right now, so we can you know do a variety of things that we couldn't do in normal time. Uh, but it's also you know, God's away on uh, the Son of God is away on business; he's doing stuff. Christ is off on his harrowing rescue mission. Um, but at the very least is, is not necessarily paying primary attention to worldly affairs. And so again, we have this idea of when we're talking about like the, the, the Catholicism of this, it, it seems like certainly these, these folk Catholic, uh, uh, you know, cosmologies and observations and, and, and practices and customs include this idea of like when, 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 when God isn't there right? and, 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 and what we, what we must then rely on of ourselves. Yeah, am I, think, am I butchering that, Jesse? No, no, no. I think that's the things I'm. I'm the things you make. You know, um, we've talked about this before. Uh, one of the signs of a uh, of of great art is it makes you think of your own art. Um, <laughs> perhaps we're just all <laughs> shallow, um, but or or inspires you to think of of more of your own art type of that way. Uh, in in those conversations, a couple of things come up for me, or in in what you're saying. Um, one the return to the preternatural darkness that exists after God creates light, but before the luminaries are created. Yes, yes, uh, yes. And what that means that the sun and the moon are created after, you know, much of else of creation. And thinking also, you know, one of the things that comes up a lot in in set design and in lighting design um, is the darkest dark in the room is black to the audience's eyes and the lightest light is white. So you do not have to achieve full blackness. You have to achieve darkness. And that is a different tenet. That's a different avenue. Um, and it makes me think of the difference in, in nightfall between full moon and new moon and what that means, the, the brightness of the stars, the past the interference of, of artificial light and our own lenses uh, but what is it to be a star on a full moon night versus a star on a on a new moon night? And even through through all that, uh, just a quick reminder for myself that the harrowing is also given, you know, the emptying of the outer layers of hell of limbo, where the 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 patriarchs or at least the the good heathens are are awaiting Christ to come to them. And that Adam and Eve were in the outer reaches. Um, this is the bosom of Abraham until that point. That 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 the the highest hope for everyone in creation was still this kind of outer rim of hell, and that this becomes a form or a place for limbo to exist, meaning uh, unbaptized uh, babies, uh, amongst other things. But also that the vacuum that was created by the exodus of the good souls at that time, everybody who had died up until that point, uh, which is also mentioned in connection with the, the, the darkness and after Jesus' death of the resurrection of the dead and zombies walking through Jerusalem. Um, mm -hmm. You don't see that as much in the, um, <laughs> in the, you know, the, 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 the roadside plays. And I really wish I had gone to the Holy Land experience while I was around um, crucifying Jesus eight times a day. But, also that this is the, the vacuum created there is where fairy is fairies move in there. Mm. The, the, the land of the Fae, one of their hidden things is to just take over the outer, the empty apartments of the outer rim of hell. And therefore the outer rims of hell, they're where demon and Fae start to converge. And, you know, this allows for a whole complex uh, new uh, methodologies and, you know, the explorations of what is it to be a fallen angel and, and how do angels have free will all of a sudden, um, you know, this is an eternal 
Uh, just I I'll throw the monkey wrench in there too that you're reminding me of um the Rilke poem. Uh, let this darkness be a bell tower. Um, so the, it's short, and I luckily remember some things. Quiet friend who has come so far, feel how your breathing makes more space around you. Let this darkness be a bell tower and you the bell. As you ring, what batters you becomes your strength. Move back and forth into the change. What is it like such intensity of pain? If the drink is bitter, turn yourself to wine. In this uncontainable night, be the mystery at the crossroads of your senses, the meaning discovered there. And if the world has ceased to hear you, say to the silent earth, I flow, to the rushing water speak, I am. Gorgeous. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I think interesting there, as much as we associate darkness with sight, what are the you know sounds of silence? <laughs> I'm not gonna sing. <laughs> um, oh no, please do. <laughs> but uh this association of of sound and space, you know, especially when in, in the um uh, kind of eastern meditation on on what is the ringing of the bell. Um skillful means and and wisdom coming together um but the the ringing that it makes you aware of space what is it when a guitar string slaps and you hear the resonance in the space what is it to produce overtones that make the very walls sing with you in some cathedrals um there's it's it's it is not illuminated in the sense of it's not a light shown, it's not a visual, but it is a sound that by its nature adds light only if we consider light to be the only form of, you know, the only metaphor for knowledge. Hmm. And so I'm curious too, then what is, what is the black water, right? What is, what is the reflection of, of these lights upon our various liquid memories? Um, well, that that memory is, is 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 it feels really crucial here, right? Like, uh, you know, the the what what is what is what has come before the idea of 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 darkness as prefiguring light as well of of what was there beforehand. Whether we're talking about the darkness that moved across the face of the deep, right? Like, uh, Golgotha is is deeply intertextual, right? It's it's foreshadowed by all these things. It's 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 made of callbacks in some way, right? The place of the skull is is the place of Adam's skull. Right. That never mind how many times it's been prophesied that, like, you know, uh, uh, the 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 savior will do such and such. Right. So this this um, this reference back to the memory of of time. Right. That the time itself has a has a memory and is like recalling what was here when this was all. When, yeah, I remember when this was all nothing. Right. Um, I've been I've been thinking about uh, and, and and looking a bit more at. Um, uh, the little illustration that uh, Robert Flood includes in his um, uh, uh, Trisque Cosme. I, I, I'm not going to read the whole Latin title. The, the metaphysical, physical and technical history of the two worlds, the major as well as the minor. He has this black square, like this, this just entirely colored in black uh, that's meant to represent the nothingness that was prior to the to the universe. Uh, and each side of the it's not even a, a square because he, he's deliberately like this isn't just demarking a, a a patch of darkness he has on every side of the square um et sic in, in infinitum right and, and so on into infinity and he talks about it as the mist and darkness of this hitherto shapeless and obscured region 
and talks about like the impure, dark and dense part of the abyss's substance and how it's dramatically transformed by divine light. And so with this, this, this soteriology of, of matter in the cosmos itself. Um, and for a start, you know, he's, he's, he's trained as, as both a physician and is, is very interested in, in, in alchemy. And so this idea of, of mixing matter to produce, uh, the universe, right. Uh, to the, the, that, um, that the 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 not just the uh, the the premium mobile the first mover of God but like the the thing that God works on the fundamental like stem cells of of cosmic matter that are able to to be anything else is is uh you know feels like really pertinent and we get into like I don't know concepts around is is the dark black is it blackness and and all of the the rich uh, fertile uh, things that happen with black soil and uh, uh, and you know the magic's called black or you know um, or the books that are called black or books of darkness and things like that, which is you know obviously where I end up going with these things. You're reminding me of there was an article being passed around two months ago. I think it was early mid February. I'm trying to co-locate my um, emotional tree rings to see where <laughs> it was. Um, talking about the inexistence of nothing mm. um, and the which also referenced an article I remember going down a rabbit hole about the four meanings of nothing in science um, I will not try and quote them but it was you know there's this idea where something doesn't exist as nothing there's an idea that em uh, empty space as nothing uh, there's an idea of uh, the 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 lowest um occurrence of any energy expenditure i believe is one of them and the fourth one is um when what happens when there's no universe and all mm. and everything's gone um and that those four definitions govern scientific conceptions of nothing and that the you know absolute nothingness is absolutely <laughs> only a philosophical construct it has no physical meaning and mm. It is, it is, we project that fear and that nothingness onto discussions of nothing. And that if nothing doesn't exist, what is there? And this creation ex nihilo, um, out of darkness, um, out of nothing, that past it being debated constantly, but that, and I hate being this person that's going to bring in quantum physics because I don't understand quantum physics. I'm thinking about an article. I'm not going to pretend to be like it explains it all. And no, I'm, 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 no, I'm glad you did. Yeah, yeah, because there's that yeah. concept of like the creative void, right? Yeah, and and specifically, it was quantum foam. That's what it was in yeah. February, talking about foam, and they call it that because there's tiny little holes which are where particles come in and out of existence consistently, mm -hmm. and that the the traces of matter create the possibility for you know other things to exist as well. Which this there's a flow. There's a density, there's, um, I, I'm not going to say gravity, I, I'm going to say linguistic gravity, metaphorical gravity, if not mm -hmm. actual gravity to darkness, nothingness, and those things that we conflate together out of our lack of sensation, our sensorium fails us in darkness, being such sighted beings. And, uh, you know, if maybe we need to practice darkness a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Which, of course, is that silence? <laughs> Not what is the equivalent of darkness for each sense? Mm. And what is the darkness 
past our traditional five, but incorporating things like proprioception yeah. and, you know, what is it when we do not know our own place physically in a room in, in the world? This is perhaps even more difficult than lack of taste or lack of smell or a numbness. Um, and numbness is different than pain. Right. Hmm. Hmm. Wind them up and, and let them go. This is this is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and huge. It, it, it feels a little, um, you know, to, to to drop the first uh, uh, geomantic clangor, it feels kind of populist mysteries a little bit. This yeah. sense of like the the presence of absence, the 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 presence of uh, of not nothingness, but of, of the potential for all sorts of other things to happen or the oh. or the, the place where uh, automatism comes in uh, the place where like habit and what uh, and what is done as infrastructure and just as 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 um uh exploring concepts of like how passivity itself can still you know produce things and 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 interact with things like this 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 fertile darkness well yeah and I, that distinction is really beautiful fertile darkness um because this to to name darkness as being separate from light does not exist in the primordial darkness. Right. Um, it is a different quality of darkness than that darkness, which is the opposite to light. It brings up that lovely Kabbalistic maxim of God is one, but not in counting. We have multiple things going on here in our conceptions of darkness. And if it is the darkness that comes, if it is the populace that comes after via comes into existence, hmm is very different than the populace that might actually contain both to begin with. Yeah. And, you know, what is it to blend back into it, to Homer Simpson back into the hedge? <laughs> you know, is the Schrodinger Homer actually there? Where, you know, can he appear from the wall behind me? You know, those things bring, this is the fertile darkness, right? The, the, the not knowing also then becomes uh, the womb of potential. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was I was just gonna say that it it reminds me of this um, this notion of the black light, which comes up oftentimes in in Persian Sufism. This different um, uh, the philosophy of the lights and the the black light or darkness, as we think of it, is just another quality of light. If if everything is light, then the darkness is just another form of it. It isn't its own separate category in opposition to light as you say yeah mm. i i have this as far as good friday one of the darknesses a, a couple of the darknesses to to play on and to kind of maybe get your opinion on it jay i the idea that christ was not crucified and did not die on the cross that is quranic and then interpreted in many ways i the first time I heard it told to me, I think I was nine years old, and it was explained by a Catholic that in Muslim belief that it was Judas that was crucified on the cross, that Jesus and Judas switch. And there are there are accounts, there are philosophers who agree with this, that it was Judas the betrayer that, of course, was switched. But there's also other um, men that are proposed that, you know, uh, this nature or that... God did cause Jesus to die for seven hours, but not necessarily on the cross. Um, but this darkness of where we are not ourselves, where we, there's a, my sister-in-law is Southern 
And uh, I, I remember at 12 years old or something, I think I heard her say the phrase, I'm not at myself right now. And I have thought about it <laughs> since 1992, in fact, um, <laughs> because I, this notion of like, I'm not quite myself right now. I recognize that I am off, that my my bodies are not aligned, that there's there's something different here. Um, you know, it's as, it's as beautiful as anything like, you know, uh, uh, losing my religion as, as a, you know, I've lost my temper type of thing, but this, this darkness where I'm not at myself, where the pole is shattered, you know, there is no kutub. How do I, what is that? What is that to lose oneself in, you know, that, that proprioception gone, but also in this greater mythic cycle of, of where did Jesus go? If we have to rectify things all under the Catholic firmament, iron, um, walnut shell. Hmm. there's there's this like nagging sense in in so much in so much islam of of things not being unified and i and i think you you oftentimes get and we talked a little bit about it in relation to iblis when i came on your guys's show but uh, i i think by and large you do have and what i'm going to say is is reductive in itself in many ways but um this uh this this hard binary that um islam is is kind of fighting against or a perceived hard binary between god and and satan wherein um iblis is is just um uh, another instrument of god just god in in more of uh, the form of of challenge or or punishment or in isolation which um, as I also talked about a little bit on that show, um, in in him donning the the black robe and and being the one of the black light represents just this stage in the in the development of of lights or even as you're talking about it, Jesse, the the sense of of not knowing or even what we would call silence or or the doubt or any of these kinds of things. But I mean, more more generally, just the uh, a sense of not knowing oneself or where one is at being lost and and iblis being like this but not necessarily the the opposite of god as sometimes it's conceived of in um in in more christian once once again that's a, that's reductive in itself but i i, I think you get a, a similar uh, th that this response around jesus not being crucified comes from a similar impulse wherein um you know a, a prophet um could not could, could, that that couldn't happen to a prophet, and um, if 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 there is a place where Jesus went, uh, you know, during this time, it, it's something to the place where we find Moses in Khidr in, in this barzakh or this liminal space, right? G Jesus can't die because um, prophets don't really die in this way, and and though there isn't this belief that Jesus is the Son of God in the same ways you get with Christianity. Um, I do like to think about this this time in between um, when when he is thought to have been killed um, to him going to a similar place to to Moses where he is instructed by Khidr and in this way like um, in in talking about uh, the book that was put out by me and Dr. Amina and Loza Shamsul Ma'arif which is you know the preeminent 
Arabic book of magic, if you will. Um, Jesus and the names of Jesus being associated with raising the dead this is very much a you know a Good Friday kind of thing. Um, and 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 Jesus as a as a prophet in 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 Muslim eyes being you know the the preeminent prophet with the magical abilities to to have power over and to raise the dead. Um, and this him him being taught these these magical skills, if you will, through his time spent in this in-between place and in the Barsakh, similar to Moses in this way. I mean, a lot of this is just like my sort of esoteric interpretation of it. Um, there's a variety. That's what I'm asking for. Yeah. <laughs> that's 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 sort of how how I imagine it. Like he he went to the similar um space or non-space that that Moses did. And this is where he he learned the mysteries of what it is to be both alive and dead at the same time. You bring up the 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 possibility too of as has been proposed within the interpretation, various interpretations, that it appears as if he did die, but he did not um in in that moment. Um that there's it's not just to switcheroo with someone else, but that there are the ability to enter into the world of forms or the imaginal world um this disappearance from the physical world or even the and overlap a glitch in the matrix or whatever you want to to say can leave the people in observe in 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 an observable darkness as to what is happening to 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 evoke here the quality of not knowing as darkness that we cast darkness upon those things when we are not in full observation or full knowledge of what we are witnessing um that, that we are um we are limited to our filtering of the light um whatever that is whether it you know black green or um roy g biv um mm. And 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 the the limitations of that the the idea that yes we swim in darkness but again what is it you know the darkness here of of the crucifixion I think there's this lovely again the the need to historicize to um, make it seem as if it is anything other than the necessity of mythic telling um, that something is more real because we can explain it which is fascinating um, I, tell a child that. That is, you know, mystery is, you know, secrets are revealed, but mysteries are are, are permanent. You know, doesn't matter how much you reveal, a mystery just stay, stays mysterious. Right. Um, so it's a renewable resource. Yeah, the, a guiding question, um, in you know, in the modern business parlance. But yeah, I, I want to know what that is. I want to know in that that the cultural conception that the the sun is the right eye of God and the the moon is the left eye of God that is very common in in, in many cultures. Um, but you know, what is it, what is the eclipse? <laughs> um, is this the awakening of the third eye? Is the third eye seeing the same quality of physical light? Is this, you know, I, having dove, dove heavily into Al-Kindi again recently, just, is it all just pre, pre-scientific, um, uh, descriptions of physical light or is, you know, stellar rays or something else. I and mean, we, I understand them as something else, but you see these words be used to describe just optics in general, but optics does not end with physical light. We, the, the concept, let alone the, the word. Um, hmm. 
Mm. Just diving into Alkindi for fun, you say? Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, for fun, because <laughs> truly, it, it uh, if I, I think it's as or as it's explored with Alkindi that that this filtering of the divine light through the various you know giant spherical uh, onion layered lock that is the world of matter. By the time you get down to us, there doesn't seem to be an alternate, original, wholly original description of how magic works. Um, it has it has permeated this kind of um, Arabic infused Neoplatonism, um, or Platonism that becomes Neoplatonism that goes through everything. Like it's the rays, and and we hold on to this. Um, and uh, you know, part short of um, maybe the modern Alkindi is quantum physics will explain this one day. Um, in in my best Jennifer Coolidge voice, which I didn't mm. do at the time, but I should have. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, um, quantum physics as as the modern Alkindi for for magic, <laughs> yeah, or something like that. Yeah, I just that which we invoke to explain the inexplicability um we who are in darkness i what is the something that's, you know sometimes called peripheral darkness the outer darkness of of matthew um described i think it's two or three times in, in matthew described but the outer darkness as this place where there's the gnashing of teeth that is you know felt to mean hell or an alienation or at least outer darkness and contrast to the wedding feast that is the reward the wedding with god um mm. the marriage of of the immaterial and the material or the the the, the true heaven um and outer darkness describing a state uh if, if think about the in mormonism it's the sons and daughters of perdition those people that are not in outer darkness because of their deeds, but because of their lack of acceptance of the truth. And for those of us that were in, you know, very curious to let um, young missionary mission people on their mission in, and you listen to the eight lectures, um, you're told at the end that, you know, should you not accept the truth at this point that you, you possibly could be confined to outer darkness as, you know, in league with the sons of perdition, that you yeah. know is that that's where that conversation leads yeah exactly or, okay and yeah. I, and yeah multiple visits multiple lectures and mm -hmm. then um condemnation to outer darkness or possible condemnation to outer darkness and then the house being as i understand it i was told that no one would visit my house for a certain number of years um in you know in williamsburg so if you live on humboldt in in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, um, and no Mormons are coming to your door. It's my. It's you can thank me. <laughs> um, the kind of blacklisting that happens. Yeah. Well, I think I. I don't know. It's interesting to. I don't know. You know, I'm not even worried about the 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 the, the truth or untruth of that. It, the <laughs> how darkness might be contagion. Um. This 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 cloud of, is it the unknowing? Is it the endless potential that scares? Is it what is it that Lucifer is the light bringer? and heralds the dawn but is still associated with the night and uh yeah and and how 
darkness might be or the outer darkness in this way with the gnashing and of teeth is literally just the opposite place from the wedding feast uh and and how you're no longer invited like it's fomo is darkness <laughs> right this is, this is very um this feels a little bit miltonic right like uh the the idea that the that the punishment is not just you know uh, of, of rebelling against god and heaven is not just um uh having to to move house to a you know a crowded and very smoky fiery pit but that you are removed from the presence of the almighty and that this itself is like is punishment enough the idea of yeah well we, yeah it feels feels like the there's this very much this notion of like the 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 punishing dark or the or the dark uh that punishes or is where people who are punished go or are sent or uh find themselves um i, I find this notion of darkness as contagion interesting as well mm-hmm. um or it's or it's ease and and spreading and and i think much to what we've been talking about darkness as um the almost the natural state of things um, and and this quality of of light as having to be kept up or fed, you know, the the lamp must continually be fed. the The work must continue mm-hmm. um, to to fight the darkness, which is contagion. Because if if the work is not kept up, then this is sort of just the natural state of things. I don't know, or something like that. You're making me think of like mattress ads of how we spend a third to half of our lives on our bed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pretty much, yeah. That's 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 sort of where I was going with that. That's the notion of dream yoga, or at least lucid dreaming, or sabbatic elements to to you know what what is called sabbatic craft, past the the trademarking by specific authors, but like the idea of using the dream and using your quote unquote downtime to your advantage. Um, but the that echoes exactly what you're saying: the work must always continue. Um, this is this very Gurdjieffian notion, right? Like keep it going. The work is always the work and you will be given the circumstances that most um, refine your work in your life. Right, right. This idea of not necessarily a punishing dark, but a testing dark. Or at least a proving dark. Mm. Uh, Well, only because testing feels um, uh, like you're supposed to pass an exam that there might be. And did you pass the test as opposed to whatever you do in your experience is going to be valid? Mm. But it's not, there's no way to pass the test. There's just a way to work with it, to play with it, to, uh, I don't know, is it just a shift of perception? Is it, do you know what I mean by that? Or yeah, 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 no, I, I see that. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, no, that, that, that makes a lot of sense. It's going to, it's going to be what it's going to be. The, yeah, or, or in our parlance, have to, you mean get to. <laughs> <laughs> such rich things to 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 bring in and remember in our acting yeah yes. yeah yeah well we're, we're almost back here to um uh this idea that we, we we talked about in a in a in a recent episode of rfg about um character is what you are in the dark right um uh, and so yeah what do you what you do with that is what you do with that not in terms of like yeah that's 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 a great point not in terms of like passing or failing a test but in terms of like that that that's what you get to do <laughs> um hmm hmm did hmm. i i don't know did did jesus pass the test is, is there something to like you know co- coming out of the dark as well i'm even thinking about this 
I'm I'm not likening myself to Jesus. Please don't. Um, please, um, yeah, well, don't. You know, in Latin, Jehovah begins well, with. I I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. Um, <laughs> I this 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 past year, as I as I entered it at the beginning of this show into into the harrowing, and the, I mean this has been a, a tough year to say the least. But I mean thinking about um, thinking about Jesus's journey over over those three days, um, and and even to some of the other things that we've been talking about, um, the 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 now i'm 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 feeling self-conscious about the word test but the the proving the proving oneself around what prophethood is or even the 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 competition between so many others in that kind of milieu right um and and the one who is able to i i know this is very much a part of the the, the muslim conception um the one who is able to overcome and and through that overcoming, whether it is through dying and coming back to life or even the the mystery of 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 not being present in the moment and then you know sort of miraculously reemerging, um that 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 is the proof of of prophethood in itself. and and moving moving through the the blackening stage is um you know you you can now add that to your lapel. Mm. right like no I, I i did this thing i'm i'm a prophet in that way well is 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 that the movement from gray gandalf to white gandalf <laughs> is, is i, I think so <laughs> right like i i'm just curious but i mean this is the grand unification i you know i'm also reminded of what harrowing actually is right harrowing is an agricultural practice of raking the earth mm. To pl- to use the plow towards the earth, usually in- harrowing is a different tool than a plow, but um, you know, it, much like a the Zen rake, you know that you'll find the smaller rocks that have gone below the surface, and so it's the the we're talking heavily about digging into the matter of creation, going into at least the surface parts of hell, um, that which is knowable, that which can, and I'm reminded even of. Uh, I'll I'll invoke his name, which means I'll get an email from him. But uh, David Chaim Smith, uh, talking about uh, Cliffoth at hmm. a lecture once, because it's this is a huge part of the the use of Lurianic Kabbalistic trees to then do the Averse tree, right? Then to then have right. wonderfully deep philosophical explorations of that upside down tree, but often utilized towards really a very um modern dark fluff gnosticism right um and i i don't mean that oh i mean that pejoratively but i, I there there are many explorations there um but what i found in that is because it, uh smith gets very into proposing or at least trying to very much explore non-dualism um, through the Ilun school of Kabbalah that he is that he's trained in and, and his own further permutations on those things. And so if you have a tree of life and a tree of death, this is this is dualistic. You know, they, they have to be the same tree. And so what is the relationship to Klippa, as I understand it? And I am neither a Kabbalist nor uh, versed in Hebrew, nor perhaps even very good at remembering things people say. Um, but the, <laughs> the idea of Klippa being the shell of or the limit of your understanding of something, for instance, 
and that our understanding, our our further understanding of it allows the shell to become Klifanoga, or which is the same root for Venus, right? But the, the brilliant shell that then is no longer the boundary of your lack of understanding, but it does expose the next layer of Klifa to break through. Um, that this is the intrinsic relationship in all things that is not dualistic, but is proposing a um, a shining boundary that is permeable, that is the that is perhaps oh, I'm doing it the quantum foam, um, that uh, or at least the possibility of multiple inheritances to bring it back to that. Mm. Uh, that mm. there is the the to bring light to the darkness, but that that in by its nature allows for more darkness. Um, that you know the. Yeah, we're into we're into uh, Auntie Ursula Le Guin there, right? The candle also casts a shadow. Yeah, and and more and more on these skins that you were talking about at the beginning. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Think, thinking of the different Kalipot or even the Sephira as kind of skins, le per permeable skins, permeable, um, being emphasized. I think. Yeah, with, a, with a foam. Yeah. I'm hearing um, Joanna Newsom in my head, right? The meteorite is a source of the light and the meteor is just what we see. And the meteoroid is a stone, the stone that's devoid of the fire that propelled it to the um, <laughs> uh, music, 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 music. Um, the skins, right? The, 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 but then you get into what is, what is, the relationship between the serpent and its shed, which is the question that I ask myself on everything, uh, po my own poetry, my own writing, because this is the ah, shit, right? Like as far as Mexica concepts and like greater Aztec cosmologies that we can explore because of their, you know, proximity to the to the colonial um, documentation and 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 modern era, um, but the non dualistic opposition <laughs> that is framed within indigenous uh cosmology that allows would allow both darkness and light to be the same conceptual thing because opposites by their nature contain their opposite and that there is a spectrum that is involved in that and that dynamic tension between naming those polar opposites is precisely through the metaphor of olin or movement is the thing that keeps the universe together that this tension between antipode um, is what provides matter with something to have substance. Um, and especially in the sense of it, we're no longer talking about structure and no structure, but structure and an anti-structure maybe, or, or a not knowing what the structure is um, because that's, not the same as no structure whatsoever. I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. it, because I, I guess what I'm getting at is that, it, again, we come back to that difference between the fertile darkness and, you know, darkness, the darkness that exists before fiat looks. Right, and, right. Or this puts, the darkness yeah. that exists before the sun and the moon are created. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This puts me in mind of, of, of you know, uh, a, a notion of like... Um, the 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 darkness upon like as as stage right to borrow your uh one of your uh, wonderful uh uh often extended 
explanations. I don't want to say metaphors. <laughs> extended. That's the greatest compliment to my rambling ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this idea of darkness as stage upon which the you know uh, uh, this is something Jay talks about a lot as well of like the the the, the lunar mansions being being points uh, uh, being stages along the way, but like the wider idea of the the darkness not being the absence of of the painting, but being the canvas upon which the, yes. the painting gets to happen. Absolutely. And, and in addition to that, the, the darkness is the thing that allows the painting to be received by our own eyes. The mm. substance of space that light travels through, um, that does not emanate light. So we cannot perceive the painting in our sensorium without the darkness being the transmission and might in fact then invoke why the breath of God that is then democratized by Jesus um, in this last moment and the paraket is, 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 is the veil of the temple is rent in twain um, and the spirit of God moves across the world that maybe darkness allows for the greatest transmission. Mm. Darkness is what allows light to transmit. And if we are in full light, then we are not transmitting light. We are in a state of light and there's, 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 you know, static identity is different than transmission. Oh, that like, the, 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 like, yeah, the the light could be the plasma in the blood of darkness. Yeah, the medium and also the entirety of blood. I know mm. if we're going off of what the fertile darkness is. Mm. I love that. I I'm reminded of many constellations with um, southern hemisphere, in particular, indigenous cultures. Uh, many of them along the Milky Way, wherein they're not constellations based on stars, but constellations based on the absence of stars or the the darkness Love in it. the Milky Way that um, that form these different shapes, um, and just how uh, uh, how how similar it is, but also opposite to the way that. Um, we tend to constellate things. We're so much in this, you know, point or atomic model. Yeah. Um, and even as you're talking about it, uh, as you're talking about all these other things, I'm thinking of, um, you know, we're talking about uh, quantum physics and you you take a microscope to to anything or you look up at the night sky and, you know, most of what it is is the empty space between things, whether it's at the microscopic level or at the macroscopic level the distance and the darkness between the stars or the you know the the distance and the darkness between the various atoms and molecules and subatomic particles and you know what what we choose to focus on or, or how we choose to um i guess perceive form maybe not choose what you know what is what is given to us <laughs> what is handed down to us in terms of uh, perception of form um, I appreciate that there are other cultures um, on the planet that actually constellate through the absence of the lights uh, as well in the same way. You're, you're, this is, you're talking about a uh, something that I think is beautifully illustrated in, in, in various ethnomathematics, similarly, right? Of like, we take it for granted that five fingers extended is five because this is our common, you know, Western count, it might equally be 12 um, and much lesser 14 based on the divisions of the hand. Um, but, and relevant to astrology, of course, because you're talking about the meaning of a base 
uh, five culture and a base 12 culture that gives rise to a base 60 culture, which then is the very culture that sets things into units of 60 of our of our very timekeeping, which is based upon observations of the stars to figure out how to put ourselves within that order. Oh my God, I'm going to reference her again, Karen Armstrong. Um, chapter two or three or four, um, very specific, of just talking about the <laughs> the Mesopotamian impulse to create a mythology, even in the mythology that the gods are tired of labor and create humans, of course, to, to do that labor, but the humans then have to, there's no, there's no word for priest. Then it's just the upper echelons of the people who are, you know, highest in the city are the ones that are serving the gods. And then there's, there's peasants and that the, the marriage of agriculture and what this is that the gods themselves have their own gods that, that had to toil and that they got tired of it and created humans to do it. Um, and there's just this flow there. But the idea that, uh, I think the book is Sleepwalkers. I remember when I, in one of my astronomy classes, uh, technically a minor uh, in, in college, uh, was talking about, you know, the, the, that very found but important statement that in some way, all sciences are built upon uh, astrology in the oldest sense of, in the, the where astronomy and astrology are one thing um, but that the measurement the desire for measurement is to predict everything uh, movement wise what's the 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 trivium and quadrivium explanations right that that um, number is a study but number in time is a study number in space is a study number in space and time is a study and therefore you are getting um, you know, number, geometry, uh, music, and uh, so on. That these, that everything is moving through this buildup of how to measure. How does one measure anything? Um, but I guess where the hell was it going with that? I'm, I'm just as dark now as I was. Um, but yeah, no, but it's, but it's music. That's the, that's the, that's the study of it in time and space, right? Yes. Like arithmetic, mm. astronomy, music, and geometry. Yeah. And it's, it's, yes. it's, it's, it's music that, that, yeah, that uh, from Proclus onwards, time is the, the movement of the celestial bodies, but the idea of, of, of number in time and space is, 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 is music. Uh, and, and, and we're back to the, you know, the, the celestial music of the spheres potentially. And again, I guess back to considering like, what is the, what is the, this, the, the music of darkness? Oh, the music. That's a, I, that's a good one. Um, I, I think <laughs> I'm, I'm curious around darkness in relationship to creative practice. You had mentioned Jesse, um, stage design earlier. And I, I, I thought that that was, that was good to, to bring that in. And I appreciated that. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering just really off the cuff if, um, or how darkness factors into, um, and all, all of our creative practices, I guess. Um, I'm wondering if that's something that, that, um, is reckoned with or, or comes up, um, in, in, in our various creative practices. I know all of us are, are involved with, um, a few different kinds, Dark, dark, darkness as medium, the the music of darkness, you know, darkness of the stage, which we've been talking about a little bit, even in that relationship with the the lunar mansions and the stars as well. But um, 
yeah, from a performance angle, from a, a music angle, from the angle of painting using using uh, you know black paint. I've been thinking about using Vanta black more in in a lot of my work and and yeah. and just using more and more absorbative black paints and and wondering where that will go. Um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm just curious. Mm. Well, we certainly have this idea for winter and winter if we're into like black. Uh, as 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 a color of 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 darkness, we're into all sorts of concepts around um, what yeah what 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 uh, what pulls the light, uh, what is done at night. Uh, you know, uh, if we, if we're you know talking about the magic of of black, then you know we have to touch on porphyry a little bit as as one of the probable progenitors of the term black magic, and he's he's talking about it as chthonic midnight rites. You know that the the blood dripping from the the, the sacrificial animal is 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 similar to a black wine or is again this the the blackness of of blood at midnight uh and these kinds of ideas of you know chthonic underworld stuff place where where the where the, where the light isn't or where it um robs the light of its potency to do things and then you know feeds that into these these putrefactions of the of, of negrito periods and and things of that nature and certainly if we're talking about the black humor, uh, you know, melancholy, the, the the black collar, the black bile, um, with this idea of it having this this gravity to it that it that it pulls things in. You know, uh, Agrippa talks about how it uh, that black can induce and entice evil spirits uh, to seize upon uh, bodies, um, and he says actually it's so great a power of melancholy uh, that it, by its force celestial spirits also are sometimes drawn into uh, into men's bodies um and so this this idea of um black as 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 attracting um as attractant and an absorbent of things um and that's 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 so funny when we end up talking about like tricks of the eye and tricks of light right that like vanta black is 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 looks so strange when you see it in person because we we determine things by the light bouncing off them and 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 this this void that's there has a very uncanny quality to it um yeah also thinking about a black metal as a genre of of music as a heavy metal mm -hmm. genre and i mean black having this absorbative quality like you're talking about but also um the the usage of the term black metal um being i i guess with 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 the intention of of being more repulsive also um yeah. to, to 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 repulse um as as opposed to absorb or to bring closer um, mm. And that black is often given the quality of both, even though we understand it, I guess, from a, a more scientific perspective as, um, of course, drawing the eye in. Um, but in that same way of, of drawing something in, it can also, like we've been talking about, you know, black is contagion or, um, you know, the, the donning the black robe in a, in a theological sense um, that there's also the, the alienation and the um, the the moving away from and that to absorb is also to um, to repulse at the same time if we, you know if we're being uh, non-binary about it right yeah 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 uh, and especially like considering the you know self appoint you know the 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 self labeling as uh, of of musicians as 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 playing black metal 
like this this brings to mind notions and etymologies of, uh, of obscenity to me not just in terms of swearing or filthiness but of uh that which is considered offensive to the senses originally and that's senses in like taste or refinement but it's also this idea of that which should not be seen or should not be heard uh th this idea of that which cannot be seen or heard um the 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 the, the obscure in the in the obscene yeah i think you're reminding me very uh viscerally of uh of a friend colleague and who's got their masters at the same time i did jane jane carpenter um if you ever hear this i was really struck in her exploration of street performers uh in the uh medieval renaissance period and the what you know this idea of low class music especially the that in conjunction with things like the bagpipe um that darkness as the bladder that produces or allows for the highly refined drone that can then be tuned to a certain pitch and the melody to to exist but that we breathe into the bladder all of our sickness all of our mild airs um which then is then turned into music um and the that that kind of vomiting of of that the the there's struck by that quality of darkness right we we yeah. we talk about the we refer to darkness as something external or an internal state that i'm in darkness because i don't know something but we often forget that um you know everybody's pink on the inside because we don't see the pink hmm. um our bodies exist in a in a darkness unless there's a bioluminescence that i'm not aware of um and what is it that we're so worried about the contagion of darkness um, you know, what is it to to wait for inspiration, <laughs> literally in breathing of of excited, you know, creative spark, which is, you know, again, a uh, electrical or a fiery reference to Fiat Luxian, you know, tendencies. But the womb of creation being the, the container of light has something different. I, I think this conversation is testament to darkness as stage, darkness as canvas, darkness as music. And though we are um, perhaps using some of the more conventional means to articulate from that darkness, um, I, I, I do think that this has indeed been fertile. And once again, is, is testament to that fertility um, and this has just been such a pleasure. And I hope to have you both on again at some point. Um, yeah, this has been great. This Thank has you. been Thanks absolutely fantastic. Had a, had, a, had a blast. Thank you. If, yeah. if you two don't mind sharing a little bit about what you might be working on or some things that might be coming up for you, as well as anything related to RFG that you didn't get to mention at the beginning of the podcast, um, that would be, that would be a delight. 
Sure. Um, well, uh, uh, in in my in my solo uh, in my side project endeavors, um, I have a, a, a modular uh, series of uh, live online classes on geomancy, um, looking at some new kinds of materials for morbid anatomy uh, coming up over, um, I think, every week of, uh, of of April, looking at the the sixteen figures of European Renaissance geomancy in a bit more depth looking at some of the 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 tips and tricks and techniques of um interrogating a shield chart um in a bit more depth and and and, and framing questions uh and then also some some more stuff on on geomantic uh spellcraft on on, on using this divination to map and uh navigate um more operative sorceress workings of, of spellcraft and, and and spirit work um so i'm, I'm excited about uh, teaching some of those nice to, to do some some live classes with folks um and the other uh, rfg thing i wanted to mention is we've got a, a speakeasy of the dead coming up on the on the 30th of uh this fair month i believe that's the 30th right yes yeah uh which is our online cabaret for fancy necromancers um and so we're i'm, I'm really looking forward to another one of our of these kinds of I love a cabaret. I love a, I love a smorgasbord. I love um, uh, getting to to hear friends and, and colleagues uh, do like a, a little 10 minute turn on something or a, a 20 minute turn on something. Um, and so, yeah, excited to get together with folks, um, you know, live and share poems as well as, you know, slides and uh, uh, yeah, and, 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 and have a grand old time. They're, they're a ton of fun. Um, all the, all the relevant links will be, in the show notes of the show. And um, I will also be speaking at this speakeasy. Yeah. You, you will. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I have a few talks coming up, um, various conferences and um, this very weekend uh, during the harrowing um, at the Sacred Spaces Between the Worlds conference. Um, playing with dual observance and uh Bombajira. and as well as i'm keynoting the virtus genus symposium uh magical herbalism conference that is now back in person i'm very excited to be in person again and um it's an experience like no other for me to return to the the people i've known from the beginning there and kind of um, it's 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 witch camp um, if you like plants at all, and it's or wizard camp or something. Um, but I, I truly recommend um, if health permits it, if your personal boundaries and understandings of of contagion uh, permit it, um, then uh, it would be lovely to see people in in conferences again, and you know with with proper precautions. But um, we have been in our own periods of darkness, right? Of of not we have our friends and our bubbles and our 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 pods but um to to see people and engage um and discuss you know why i'm wrong is always fun um <laughs> uh, and also the you know the there's the salem summers uh, the salem witchcraft and folklore festival that i know we're all we're all speaking with and, and that's coming up in august and there's there's things to play with there um yeah, you're talking yeah. about uh, Mexica calendricals, right? Uh, which yeah. you, you touched on a little bit here. So, for folks wanting to hear more of you, you speak about that. That's that's a that's a particular treat. Definitely. Yeah. And then I guess current projects, you know, still taming the 
the the farm and learning to be a a goat husband um and diving into some some personal writing and you know saints and death and uh stars and plants and uh performance theory just kind of it's just you know the scrabble of the day um <laughs> but uh yeah i look forward to the incubatory hermitude that is mother darkness um it does oh do wow that joke that was that's a very catholic joke that there's a franciscan a jesuit and a dominican in a cabin and the light bulb goes out and uh it depends on which order is telling this as to which order they'll reveal um but the the dominican immediately starts whipping themselves and it's like thank you god for reminding me of how how i am dependent upon your light and understanding and all and all of my endeavors and please deliver me from this darkness that i find myself in and the franciscan uh commune says uh mother darkness i thank you for your gifts and your your warmth of possibility that i may find myself in the world not just through what i see but what i feel and the jesuit goes and flips the fuse <laughs> um, which you know speaks of certain pro- certain beauties in all three of those uh in specific interpretations but um that and hearing tim curry i believe say mother darkness as the 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 large red devil in labyrinth uh, yes in a uh, legend excuse me <laughs> mother darkness <laughs> yes thank so. you thank you both so much it's been such a pleasure i i hope to do it again sometime and um yeah i will talk to you both very very soon absolutely thank absolutely thanks again for having us harrowing to all absolutely mm-hmm.